The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons, who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities. We we pay for ours here at at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel, conversations. I want to get exclusives. I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. Aloha. This is Jason from Hawaii. Welcome to a special edition of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. In this episode, I will be interviewing writer and artist Megan Wong. She is here to promote the second volume of her series, Rangers of the Divide 2, Into the Depths from Dark Horse. Um, this is described as a science fiction fantasy story. The first trade, Ranger of the Divide, Volume 1, First Ascent, is out in stores right now, and it is also available on Comixology. And the first issue of Ranger of the Divide, Into the Depths, comes out on October 26th, and the second issue comes out on November 30th. Megan, welcome to Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. I have two questions for you to start off things. One, how are you doing today? I am I am good. I think tired as as you know yes. <laughs> but um but i am other otherwise you know I'm, I'm good i'm happy to be here oh no thank you very much and oh. and listeners before uh me and megan started we both were talking about you know we're a little tired and yeah. so so if you so if you hear someone snoring in the background it's probably me <laughs> it's one of us yeah yeah um megan you know what um and I'm sorry, I forgot to clarify this with you, but did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yes, you did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't wince or anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, earlier today, I had, I had another call, and uh, it was mispronounced um, by by the person I was talking to, and I, you know, I didn't correct them. I don't really correct people usually, but um, I kind of find it funny when it's mispronounced too, because yes. sometimes people get weird with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, but thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, now, before we get into um, the interview, I just want to go over Megan's work and listeners. I told Megan to correct me if I'm, you know, if I make any mistakes or anything like that. And Megan, feel free to jump in if you want to add anything to, you know, your history, your history of work. So okay. I know you've done um, some work for Action Lab, um, Double Jumpers and... Princeless, is that yes, correct? yeah, and then That's, I, mm -hmm. yeah. no, no, yeah, that and some some variants for them too for like Zombie Tramp and uh, oh man, Vamp Blade, yeah, okay, and uh, variants mean um, you did the cover art for the variant, yeah, cover. The cover. Okay. yeah, all right, and then um, and then also too, you did a um, I'm gonna try to 
I can't, I, I might have a hard time pronouncing this um, TMNT um, new turtle's name. You did a Seneca? yeah. The thing is, I don't know how to. I've never heard it like spoken. I mean, yeah. So, but I think it's Jenica. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Jenica. That's right, Jenica. And that was a TMNT um, backup story um, in mm -hmm. an IDW issue, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, and I know um, you did a couple of recent um, variant cover arts for Harley Quinn Twenty One. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then I know you're going to be doing a soon-to-be-released Star Wars Hyperspace Stories um, number three. Um, uh, issue two? Oh, issue two. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. And Sorry, issue three. I am doing a thing for part of it. Well, a small thing for issue three, which is just the cover. Um, that, which is, that was actually a kind of mistake Dark Horse made um giving me that cover but then we just kind of went with it so uh yeah i got an extra cover out of that it's oh nice cool. yeah okay. and then i'm now um megan off the cuff question how because we already talked about this before we started the enemy but how big of a star wars fan are you oh i'm pretty big of a like i'm a huge fan i was oh. just moving um around action figures from my around my workspace today mm -hmm. and um kind of removing I, I i mentioned before we started this right that um i was moving i'm gonna move the dc stuff out and, and put oh God, more and what my plan is to put more star wars in so um oh yeah i'm gonna just kind of rearrange it i'm not getting rid of the dc stuff for sure but um i just want to make mm -hmm. it like 100% star wars because I, yeah i'm a huge <laughs> fan <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I I have to. I'm sorry. I'm kind of going off the cuff, and I'm going to get back on track. But um, I know you have the um the black series figure, the six inch black series figures. Do you yeah. have the three and three quarter action figures, the smaller ones? Yes, I have mostly the vintage collection, and then I have a few other retro collection. I don't think they make as many of the retro collection, but yeah. um, I have a few of those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and then okay. Sorry. Okay. Let me get let me get back on track. No, no, um, it's no problem. Okay, so and then I know for Dark Horse you did some work for them. Um, you were a colorist on Jenny Zero, is that correct? Yes, for like the for the first issue, yeah. Okay. The, mm -hmm. I think it was released in singles, right? Okay, I think I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much comics out there, it's like I, I there can't. is so many, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um and then you also did work on um Gia and the Nian Monster from Dark Horse. Yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing the title. That is a that. mouthful. It, uh -huh. it, it, you did pronounce it right. Um, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, um, I'm going to be honest. I barely touched the surface of your work. Is there any particular work that you are very proud of that you want listeners to know about? I mean, I feel like you covered a lot of it, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh well i think it's i think it's already been announced but it hasn't been announced that i'm part of it yet so i guess this will be like the first place i publicly tell people okay. but i think it's okay to do it um but like i'll be working on as as a colorist in some parts of the new freddie mercury graphic novel from z2 oh um, okay yeah so 
I, I helped out with that and I'm pretty happy and proud about that because like I love Queen and I love uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh, that's going to be nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm just, uh, I mean, if you cannot tell me any more, that's fine. But do you know who the writer is on that? Oh, yes. It's uh, Trey Dean. And I worked with him on the all-time low graphic novel with with Z2 as well, um, which is also a a band. And, um, yeah, he's he's really nice and he's he's really you know supportive um and it, just a really nice guy to work with I, I was i'm happy i don't know if he knows i'm actually on like helped out with this book um but I, i'm sure he'll see and then i'll be like megan you know <laughs> you did it uh-huh <laughs> so, yeah it's it's pretty cool yeah oh, okay well, but thank you for sharing that thank you very much no problem okay all right now um um now um, for listeners, I just want to let you know you guys know that I got you know information about a um, little information about Megan from like couple sources. One was I'm gonna it's the AIPT article. Um, mm-hmm. That was uh, I I'm sorry. What was that? No, I just I was just going mm-hmm, just like listening along. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'll, I'll just like yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> just keep just do that. That's fine. Don't worry. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't too sure if it's like because I was trying to look like. I was trying to see if like is AIPT is it an acronym or something or is it you know I I, or uh, I think I, it I is know. I can't remember what it stands for though <laughs> because I was looking on their I was trying to look on their website so so and, and but that's fine just keep going mm-hmm, that don't worry about that okay uh, yeah so okay so the article the art because we just want to have we're having fun but that, yeah. that's the main thing yeah so um so the the article is titled exclusive dark horse first look at Rangers of Dubai 2 into the depths number one and the article is written by David Brooke and it was published um July 28th of 2022 and I also got um I also checked out a podcast True North Country Comics that podcast was dated now now the date I saw was um January 6th of 2022 but I but I think you may have I think they may have recorded the interview back in last year when you're working like on think the first two issues of rangers of the divide that's what it sounds like that would be yeah that would be last year then yeah i did i say that in the interview maybe i said that no 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 because when i no when i was um because when i was listening to the interview i usually i try to get dates when it came out oh it looked like it said it was released on january 6th of 2022 but yeah, so it's like, oh, so I'm like, oh, okay. But anyway, I mean, but l- listeners, the main thing is this is where I got my information from. Okay, if, yeah. if you guys want to check out, you know, the article and the podcast, please feel free to do so. All right. So, Megan, where can listeners follow you on social media? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I, I'm on Facebook, too, but that's like, I don't know, Facebook is weird. Um, <laughs> no. So I'll just... I'll just you know, give, and I, I don't really know how, I don't, there's no at Megan, Megan Wong, anything's on Facebook, so I don't know, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, so, yeah, my handles are at Megan Wong five for, for both, um, Twitter and Instagram, so you can, you can find me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, listeners, I'm going to really encourage you to, um, 
so I'm just only on Twitter. I, I'm not on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. So, but um, I'm going to encourage listeners to follow you on Twitter because there mm-hmm. is um, I saw that you did um because you because it looked like you because I'm I'm just asking because it looked like you saw the movie um Prey on Hulu yeah. the Predator. Yeah. And you did art. He did an incredible artwork on that. Oh my god, that was, <laughs> you know, that was, yeah. you know. Thank you. Oh yeah. And then now, correct me if I'm wrong, because and because I didn't blow up the, I didn't expand the picture or anything, but I know you talked about Bullet Train, the Brad Pitt movie. Mm-hmm. So did you, um, did you kind of do an artwork, um, just to show how much you love the movie? I because I didn't blow it. I don't know if it did. Yeah. That that's bullet train. I'm gonna see it again this weekend. So. Oh that's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's really nice. Okay. All right. So um I know you live in uh now according now correct me if I'm wrong, according to your I think you I I got the information that you live in Toronto. You know, so yeah. I'm gonna ask what part of Canada are you originally from? I've been here my whole life. I'm okay. not very, yeah, I, like I know a lot of people move around. They're like, oh, yeah, I used to live in the UK. Oh, I used to live in like Africa, yeah. all these cool places. But I'm just like, I've just been stationary like this, this entire time. But um, yeah, but it's a good place. I think yeah. that's maybe that's why, because, mm-hmm. you know, why, why ruin a good thing potentially you know (laughs) that's fine yeah Yeah. um no that's fine and then um Mm -hmm. let's see um now you know what was or were your first comics that you read and it could be anything from sunday comics mag magazine manga um i think i really got properly started when you know, the new 52 came out and that was my gateway in. But before that, I mean, I read some comics here and there. And I remember, I read like, oh, Dark Horse's like Predators comic. Oh, with like, yes. yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's probably something earlier on, but I just, it's like, I can't remember that far back. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, oh, I think Winks or, or or was it Witch? So one of them had like a comic. I remember having that when I was younger, um, and then yeah, so I think that might have been earlier on, and then like Bone as well. Oh yes, um, yeah. yeah. So so those things were like the earliest kind of comics or graphic novels that that I got into. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, and then I now um like um um like novels um um just regular prose novels you know what kind of books did you read while you're growing up oh um <laughs> anything with like dragons in it um so yeah if it like i would actually go to the bookstore looking for spe- like things specifically with dragons in yeah. them so like it was that series like ice fire dark fire i don't can't remember like the dragon i don't know what it was called like the dragon chronicles or something like that Sounds familiar. Um, yeah yeah mm-hmm. dragon rider aragon of course oh yes mm-hmm. um how to train your dragon mm-hmm. 
uh, Tamarir. Um, just yeah, everything dragons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and listeners, don't the only reason why I'm asking Megan these questions is when we start getting into um Rangers of the Divide, um, you know, um, you know, um some of my comments are going to be this is very, you know, it, it seems very well, I'll just say it right now, it just seems very mythical. And mm -hmm. you know, and it and it seems uh it, it because um because there is like there's at least like one mythical character, the Wendigo, is it? And if, you know, it's in the story. Um, it, it just, yeah, it 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 just sort of has almost um, sort of um, Lord of the Rings vibe to it. Oh well, I appreciate that high praise. <laughs> it, it does because it's um, um, okay. So listeners, this is where. You can tell I'm going off script because I'm doing the ums and I'm going to start stumbling on words. And so, um, because, you know, um, yeah, um, and, and I'll let Megan talk about the characters, but it just seems like it's, and I could, and correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, it seems like it's almost like um, for these new cadets, it's like a trial. It's either it, part of it is like almost a coming of age of how they have to become rangers. And it's a mm -hmm. trial by fire. And plus, you know, um, in the first volume where they where they go, and I can't remember the name of the location, but they they um Bryce and Brand, if I remember correctly, they go to this one location, and there's one picture that you drew beautifully where there's these two huge statues. And I was like, wow, that's really nice. You know, Thank it, you. It, it, like I say, it just has a very mystical feel to it. So, yeah. So, Thank okay. you. Oh, no, you're welcome. Okay. Sorry. Let me, let me get back to the questions. All right. <laughs> okay. so, all right. So, um, um, you know, what was your first comic shop that you went to? Or do you have a comic shop when you're growing up? Um, yeah um so the first comic shop would have to be it i didn't realize it for a while but it's actually like a chain mm -hmm. here which is actually pretty good for them you know um it's like i don't really know of any other comic shops that have kind of like chain stores in the area yeah. um, at least but um yeah it's conspiracy comics um oh. yeah mm -hmm. and they 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 gone to the fan expo and i've stopped by their table before and stuff um so that was my first one mm -hmm. um and i still have a pull list with them so so that's, that's good nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh okay i'm glad that they're still around yeah doing well i think yes uh, they're a chain, i would think yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that's nice all right <laughs> so how did your journey um started working in comics um well, I think uh, my first real, real like gig was um, with Action Lab for coloring mm -hmm. double jumpers. That was my first real one. I've done. I did a, you know, I I was just trying before that, like trying to get proper work, trying to you know get seen or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you know, things started to. I mean, slowly, but, you know, surely it started to get better and better, like career wise for me. Um, 
I got more opportunities and I had made more connections. And um, you mentioned before we started the, this interview, Adam Gorham, and yes. he gave me, I think he like really helped me. Like if not for him giving me a few contacts, mm-hmm. um, like I, I don't know if I'd be in the same place. I like, I was, I, I was on the train back from like fan expo. Quick story. I was on the train back from fan expo yeah. with him and he, you know, I was sitting there all like doom and gloom. I was like, nobody wants to hire me. And he was like, um, he, he was like, do you want some contacts? I was like, you don't have to if you don't want to, you know. And he was like, no, no, it's okay. Um, and he, and he, you know, he sent me some contacts over email after after we both got home or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, so I got some IDW, I got some Boom contacts. Oh, Haven't worked with Boom yet though, mm-hmm. but it's, they seem to like me from what I hear. Um, and um, uh, and yeah, so you know, I think he really helped me to to get more consistent work and and oh, that's nice. yeah, and I I definitely try to pay him back when I can. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no, that's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Oh. No, but thank you for sharing that. I mean, I yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm glad things are working out. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right. So let's just jump in. Rangers of the Divide. Now, listeners, I've already told you, you know, um the first trade is already out already. So, you know, if you guys get a chance, you know, go to your local comic shop, see if it's there. If not, order it. Um, or you can order it off of Comixology. And like I I've, I've said it, it's it has a very mystical feel to it. Um, Megan has already, you know, talked about her love for dragons. There are dragons in this yeah. story. Um, I've already mentioned the Wendigos, um, um, and um, and um, also too. There's an now. Correct me if I'm wrong, because this is because squall the squ- squalling owls. That's like another mythical creature. Is that correct? Is I, it? I don't know. I, don't, I get I, that. I, 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 I just made it up. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Because I kept going, God, this was so it could familiar. Be. You could I, make it into a myth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but that, but I love how, yeah, it, it's, um, I'm trying to, I can't remember if it was a page or a panel that, um, when the, the owl was attacking, it was like, oh my God, I swear that this is another mythical creature. Like I said, I could be wrong. So yeah, but it looked. It's, yeah. it's kind of like you know the eagles from mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, but those were nice birds. This one's not so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, um, one of those what's that, one of those movies like um, Arthur and the Invisibles or or something or like um, epic or something where the, like people get shrunk down and mm-hmm. then they get chased by the you know the giant birds, giant owls or yeah. or something. So. Um, it's kind of like that, but but instead of being shrunk down, the just like the owl's huge. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, now listeners, now before we start talking about Rangers of the Divide two into the depths, you know, I you know, um, I I you know, I want me and Megan to talk about the first volume in terms of story, characters, and the world that she has created. Um. So Megan, for some listeners who are not familiar with this story, what is the story about? 
Um, so the story follows a group of rangers, well, cadets, and their very secretive commander mm-hmm. as they travel across like these wildlands in order to stop a mysterious enemy, um, which is semi-revealed, kind of, in the first volume. Yes. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so that's kind of like the gist of it. That's the that's the pitch I usually give people <laughs> for the book. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it it's it's you know sci-fi fantasy. Yes. Um, and and I and I think I think it's I think it's a fun ride. Person, I mean, I might I'm biased, but I, I mm-hmm. think I I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So yeah, I mean that's good that I like my own book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um i'm gonna don't worry because i i've got some notes here where it's um it's very it's it's not just a straight fantasy there's science fiction elements to it and i love the little twist in it too um but um well i'm not going to give away the ending too because yeah anyway all right let let me just ask the next question (laughs) how did you come up with the story um I, well, I played a lot of video games. Um, okay, yeah. and, <laughs> that's a great way to start that. Um, I played a lot of video games. I, you know, watched a lot of movies. I read a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things I gravitate to that I realized I really liked was um, that um, kind of The Last of Us, um, Joel and Ellie, Mm-hmm. kind of that father-daughter relationship even though they're not related kind of thing like the you know Grogu Mandalorian yes, um, yeah. stuff. um and I wanted to do that um yes. with, with with Eric and, and especially Elsie um yes yeah yeah so I kind of drew from that and then I mixed it at you know I can't be a straight copy of the last of us you know because mm-hmm. that's like copyrighted <laughs> so i um you know mixed in some attack on titan you know um mm-hmm. um with with the kind of cool gear that the rangers have and, and yes. the giant <clears throat> kind of creatures yes. um, mm-hmm. um yeah like i, I definitely drew from my favorites like um across cross media and um kind of thought about what i really wanted to see in mm-hmm. the story if i was a reader um and like in the story excited me when i once i got it down it excited me and i was like i was like i hope other people get just as excited as mm-hmm. i did like you know coming up uh, like finalizing the idea yes yeah. oh okay um now as you mentioned, your love for, you know, um, because I'm, because the only thing I really remember focusing on was your love for dragons. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I know, well, besides Game of Thrones, like, did you have any favorite movies or shows? That, well, I think the only one I could think of is just movies. Yeah, because I think Game of Thrones, Thrones was the first one that did dragons on TV. But, you know, did you have any favorite movies that, like, had dragons in it and stuff like that? There's actually a TV show um, called, I think, Dragon Riders, or um, it was animated. Oh. I don't know. Maybe it's Canadian. I don't. Okay. I don't know. But like, mm-hmm. uh, I remember McDonald's like years ago had had toys for it too. Even I don't know if I still have them. I wish I did. Oh, I don't think God. I do though. Yeah. But um, they're really cool dragon designs, and I I think I actually referenced them when I when I was like 
making my own dragons um mm -hmm. so that's a tv show and then mm -hmm. yeah you're right it's mostly movies so how to yes. train dragon obvious one mm -hmm. um lord of the rings i guess no, no mm -hmm. not lord of the rings well they did have those dragon-like creatures but they weren't yeah. dragons you know yeah. and the but the hobbit definitely oh yes. Hobbit. Mm -hmm. yes um a reign of fire right mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. There's something called Dragon Wars, and it was like, but mostly it featured like a giant cobra. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, I mean, Rhea is a newer one, right? I didn't really grow up with that because it's new. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. There's probably more, but I'm like blanking. Oh, oh no, that's fine. No, but that's no, but that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then, um, um, when you're, I, I'm gonna, I'm actually, I'm gonna hold off on this question till okay. I start asking about, you know, did you create a Bible for your story or maps or anything like that? So, all right. Now, I'm gonna ask, who are your characters in the story? Okay, so main character um would be eric um mm -hmm. or commander eric knight and he's the leader of the cadets and he's very moody and secretive um mm -hmm. yes um and i he's just he's he he looks like he's based on Geralt from the witcher but he's not i actually oh, only yeah. i actually only played the witcher after after i had started working on um rangers so he he looks like carol but more more inspired by like legolas from oh, okay yeah mm -hmm. uh, uh i was gonna say rangers but lord of the rings yeah mm -hmm. um and then we have the cadets so mm -hmm. the the siblings which are bryce and brant and they're mm -hmm. just the worst <laughs> <laughs> and then we have well they're the comic relief um because you need that you need that kind of to, oh, to balance things yes. out, I yeah. feel. Um, and then we have Elsie, who's mm -hmm. who's definitely a big character, and she's yes, she's definitely the one that kind of um, can kind of get through to Eric more than the others. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And Camille, who takes everything very seriously. Yes. Uh, Arno and Ivan, who are just the two guys, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> the two guys mm -hmm. in the story. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's mostly the crew. Um, and, I mean, the other characters are the dragons, right? And yes, then yeah. The creatures, the, the creatures are always so mean. Um, <laughs> yes. scenes, they always have it out for the rangers. They can't mm -hmm. catch a break. So, yeah, I think I think that that's, like, you know, the blanket, like, the cover, yeah. you know, that like covers all of them. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to, the one question I was going to ask that I was going to wait mm -hmm. to ask about your Bible, actually, it's a good segue to this next question. So, because um, at the, um, in the back of the trade is all the back, well, is all the, um, who the character, you know, the characters, um, and also to the dragons, you have the individual mm -hmm. dragons for each of the characters. And yes. so, you know, how did you come up with the dragon's names? Because they, they, it's not like it's not like, whoa, girl, steady, or it, it's like because I remember, um, 
Eric, I think in the first few, well, in the first few pages, I think he, you know, he called, I remember he called one of his, the name of one of his dragons, or it's his dragon, his dragon that he rides. So how did you come up with their names? Um, right. So I kind for like, I made Eric's dragon first, um, mm-hmm. way, like, like a, like a long time before the other dragons um, came into the picture. And then um, for, for the main, so I have, and then, and then I came up with um, Elsie's dragon and then I came mm-hmm. up with the, the, the four, the, mm-hmm. uh, the last four. Mm-hmm. And for the last, I'm just, I guess I'm going to work backwards with this one. So the last four, I just kind of, I think I did the designs and then I named them after I established yeah. the designs. Like I was like, I was like, oh, this, you know, he looks like this, you know, uh-huh. um, which is easier for me. And then it took me a long time to, for Elsie Dragon Bean to come up with his name, but I th- figured he's like so compact and so small compared to the mm-hmm. other dragons that I just call mm-hmm. him Bean. And yeah. I, <laughs> I I call my dogs that too. I'm like, hello, Bean, you know? <laughs> so I thought that would be fun to put in there. Like mm-hmm. it, it makes me happy and, mm-hmm. you know, brings up. Mm-hmm. Th- memories of my dogs and um and then for eric's dragon he, it's actually like the when you go is based on mythology right so Jormungandr, like mm-hmm. he is um uh oh god a norse a norse god kind of like you know he's the world serpent mm-hmm. um and i and i was play like i said i play a lot of video games so yes and, and um you know god of war the the reboot kind of one um with with again that father son kind of mm-hmm. thing which i really like so i i i guess i wanted to like honor that kind of game and mm-hmm. its inspiration by by you know naming mm-hmm. um uh my dragon after after um the world serpent who was really cool in the game and also in in just in mythology yeah mm-hmm. That is amazing. That's, I mean, um, sorry, I'm going off the cuff, Megan. Mm-hmm. That's why one of that's one of the things I love about um this story is, um, even though you created this world, it's still it it's um grounded in our mythology. That yeah. that's the thing I love about it. Yeah, know, because Thank it's you. it's you know because it's um it's recognizable um creatures. Or even the names, it's recognizable. So it's it's still it's not like so it's kind of like I I, I still relate to it, like oh yeah. yeah. So and that's why you know I said that the story is um, it has a real mystical feel to it. It mm-hmm. really does, you know. So um, let's see. Um, let me continue on. I'm just gonna ask because I know the re- now, um, now the Rangers and the I got this from the beginning part of the um, of the um, trade was that they're an ancient military order of peacekeepers and protectors who patrol the borders between two nations. Um, yeah. So now the nation now one nation is the 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 Vale Nation and mm-hmm. Rylan Nation. I'm yeah. going to ask: Can you just describe the nations briefly? I, I you know it, you know. Um. I'll be honest with you. I didn't think too hard about them because no, it wasn't fine. about the nations. I yeah. think it was mostly about 
getting to the nations almost like it was more it's about the journey you know yeah. it's not the destination mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah yes um and it, uh, yeah I, I i think they're uh yeah so the rangers you know are typically peacekeepers but they're also explorers so mm -hmm. um mostly i mean 100 what they're doing now is exploring like mm -hmm. uh, i i might do like you know a prequel or something that ex if you know they let me don't mm -hmm, yeah. me, um, that explores you know more of the 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 tension between the nations and and you know the more of the border guarding duties and what that entails um mm -hmm. but i'm just kind of focusing on exploring and not even just exploring they're like on a they're very they have tunnel vision in this series and they're mm -hmm. very much set on getting to the destination in in one of the nations yes, and yeah um, yeah so so I, yeah i didn't really I'm, i mean i think this this land in general is still very um young young kind of and mm -hmm. it's not really um covered with like lots of man made structures by any means like a lot mm -hmm. of it's still kind of like untouched so mm -hmm. um yeah there's it's just mostly wildlands i i in, in my opinion i think okay. right now yeah yeah okay i'm sorry I got, megan i'm going to point this out so listeners mm -hmm. if you hear growling noises it's not because i have a dragon in my room <laughs> it's my stomach growling you know oh. because... <laughs> i hope you're not hearing that on the other hand no no i'm not okay so i i just want to let fans know that so sorry about that um yeah, I, I just didn't have any. I had a small breakfast. So anyway, Aww. we're going to continue on. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so um, now the Rangers, they have like these um, Navy uniform designs. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to ask, can you, can you, um, and also in the back matter, it's, in, I love your back matter because it, it shows like, what these uniforms are because these and you can correct me if i'm wrong but like when they put on the, their their uniform you know um there's like wings that come out of their sleeves as gliders that you know yeah. gliders um and then there's some type of a metal tail that comes out yeah they they i just call it the extension oh, and okay. then but i just it, when I'm writing the script for myself, it's it's easier just to call it the, like a tail. I just go, oh, oh yeah. she swiped with her tail, you know. Oh yeah. So I can follow. I can follow better. But I think you know, vi visually, I think it, I think readers can. I think I think they can get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then also too, um, let's see. Um, they have um, and also too, what was pretty cool is that each of the rangers have helmets and it's mm -hmm. all different types of helmets it's not a standard yeah. military helmet and it, it covers their whole face but it's like literally yeah. yeah so how did you come up with these designs um i think i was like um indirectly i don't i don't know if i ever thought about it but like um but like predator you know they oh my god predator, yes yeah. so predator you know they they have that that you know the first predator kind of helmet 
um which is which is i think standard it's been in a few movies yeah and then they have but they you know the scar predator and avp he has like a little he, um he put like a little symbol on his helmet like to indicate a yeah like it's right yeah because i mean yeah, yeah. when he's like his first kill or something yeah okay, sorry <laughs> no, no it's okay um and then but yeah i mean they're all different um you know the predators and predator predators <laughs> in 2009 i think mm -hmm. like they're all really cool different helmets and i and i think I, I it's been a long time since i designed the helmets so i don't know if i drew inspiration from them um or if I just I wanted to do my own thing, but if anything, if if I did draw inspiration from anything, it'd be it'd be Predator, yeah. Predator series, yeah. Wow, no, but that oh my god, that's pretty cool. I just didn't yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. that is like I said, that is so cool. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. I'm going to continue on now for our listeners, like. I you know um is like the first volume sort of a self-containing story. I mean we already talked a little bit before we did the interview, but right. Um yeah I kind of yeah. I, I think is I, I mean it is yes um but it does end on a big cliffhanger. Yes. So it's like probably not i mean you could consider it to be self-contained if you just want to stop there you know <laughs> but um uh you know it more more happens in in the follow-up series for mm -hmm. sure and um more uh questions get answered and mm -hmm. um but if you don't have any questions i mean you can stop right yeah. <laughs> you can stop reading right there at the end or uh -huh earlier on it's, mm -hmm. up, it's up to the readers <laughs> <laughs> okay. um listeners i don't want to i edit okay i'll be honest all right i was i was mm -hmm. writing these questions while i was trying to while i was reading the trade i didn't even get to the end when but um and i didn't want to spoil it for anyone and we're not spoiling it but it ends on a very good cliffhanger it very it does um yeah um um yeah so yeah that's it so but like it's very like i said this, i love this trade because you learn who the characters are um you know um i love the world building like i said it's it's really good yeah yeah okay so i'm gonna ask like now before we jump into range of the divide 2 how did you get hooked up with dark horse for this series um i i think honestly that my work on Gia and the Neon Monster uh -huh. had a lot to do with it. Like I had that contact with um, my editors. Um, mm -hmm. it, one of them left, but he he helped me to to get it. Um, mm -hmm. um, at least pitched to to Dark Horse. I mean, they could easily still have said no, even with mm -hmm. my um, short history with them already, but mm -hmm. they didn't. Which is good, and 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 my other editor, who's who's still on the book and who's still at Dark Horse, um, mm -hmm. uh, she's been really supportive, and yes. she really mm -hmm. helps to get the book picked up. And I think um, while I was at Disney World like two years ago, she, I was discussing like the contract details with her um, mm -hmm. while I was walking around one of those shops at Disney, like surrounded by like Mickey Mouse's. Uh -huh. Mickey Mouse. 
experiences. Um, but um, yeah, it, it was, it was, which is, it's just, you know, going to Disney and also talking about your own book getting picked up. It was very, it was exciting, very yeah. exciting time. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to jump ahead to this one question because you're already starting. Um, like, do you want to give a shout out to that editor that helped you? Yes. Uh, Judy Koo. She's really nice. And, and now um, we have Rose White's on it and she's mm-hmm. um, been really helpful as well. Both of them are, have, you know, they, they, yeah, they're very supportive, very knowledgeable, very helpful, very mm-hmm. talented mm-hmm. Um, at what they do for sure. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay all right um now we're going to get into um uh rangers of the divide to into the depths now um actually i'm gonna i'm gonna adjust this question a little bit basically um r- issue number one is gonna is it literally gonna pick up where the cliffhanger ends from volume one yes okay it, it it will like right after yeah okay all right yeah. and then um um let's see because um let's see because like it like i said listeners i can't we can't i, I don't want to tell you how it ends because then we spoil mm-hmm. it and then and so forth so um let's see um did you already have the story ready while you you know did did you have like the whole idea of what you're going to do like the complete story like there's going to be volume one this is going to be volume two you know um yeah and then i had to like and then i forgot <laughs> and then i had to write it down so that i remembered but i'm i'm actually like starting to get nervous because like i'm not sure where i put that like i it's still in my head like i know mm-hmm. what i want to do but yeah. like to have it all written down and have those the nuances that I kind of want written down that stuff I could easily for, forget um it's probably a good thing um but yeah I definitely tried to plan it um didn't I didn't definitely didn't just go with the flow mm, for yeah. it yes um I think I think it works out better that way you know because mm-hmm. you can tell when some like movies or shows or books or something don't have a plan and then mm-hmm. it's like and then people pick up on that and they Mm -hmm. they're like i know what you're doing you know yeah 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 Mm -hmm. i tried to to show that i had a plan i think it's better that way Mm -hmm. um sorry i'm gonna ask an off-the-cuff question because i just thought of it um Mm -hmm. are we going to see any new characters or new creatures um in in um into the depths yes um new creatures for sure mm-hmm. um i don't character wise oh i don't know i guess you can consider it a creature slash character i don't but you'll you'll see you'll need see new people and okay. creatures okay. potentially yeah maybe <laughs> no okay all right and then um um let's see i'm gonna ask you know, like um you know um like did, did you know when you're planning this out did, you know um, how long are you hoping this series to last? Like, are you looking at three volumes of trade or four? Um, yeah, exactly. Actually, like four, um, I would be ideal for me. 
Um, I, I just feel like that would be enough space for me to tell the entire story um, and not have it go on too long or, yes. or, or get cut short with three volumes. I feel like I could do through just three volumes, but I just feel like it will be cut short. Like I'll have to condense a lot into mm-hmm. that last volume and yes. it's just gonna be it's, it's too much and too too fast and yes yeah and and i don't know if people would appreciate i, I wouldn't appreciate that mm-hmm. personally yeah so ideally four yeah. no yeah no but um but i understand and listeners i'm sorry i i'm sorry i know and i'm sorry megan i know we want to promote rangers of the divide too but yet again, it's like um, how volume one ended on that cliffhanger. We can't really tell too much. Yeah. <laughs> or I can't say too much. But the thing is, but you know, but if you guys get a chance, read volume one because because I think that the thing I love about volume one is that um, it slowly reveals itself. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, you see, um, you know, um, you you see. Um, um, Commander er- Eric's character um, is not only is he secretive, but then there's a little bit of um, uh, his character nuances, and and mm-hmm. I'm not going to reveal it because you know you and me, Megan, you know we talked about this before, you know before we did the interview of um, you know um, his relationship with the cadets, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I and I think that's key to the story. Um, and you know your introduction slowly of, you know how they fight the Wendigo, and the the thing I love about the Wendigo is, um, um, now I'm not too familiar with Canadian, um, mythical creatures. The only the only reference I could think of is what I've seen from Marvel comics. You know that that Wendigo, but your Wendigo design is very different and it's really <laughs> nice. yeah, so, um. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, so <laughs> okay. um, I'm gonna ask, like, you know, and I already touched about touched on this already. Um, like, you know, did you, you know, for this world building, like, um, did you create like a Bible for yourself and a map of where things are in this world? Um, yeah, I, I definitely had to draw myself out a map, and I think I might have sent it to my editors to give them, like, or give. I think it was just Judy at the time mm-hmm. and Rose wasn't on in the picture yet. I think I might've sent her a map to give her an idea. I'm not sure. It was a long time ago, like, yeah. like a couple years now. Um, but I do have, I did have one for myself and I still do have it. Mm. Um, I haven't referenced it in a while because mm-hmm. I don't think there's any need to at this yeah. for now. Uh, maybe in the next arc I will um, just to kind of give myself a feel of the, the space and um, again, so so that I don't like say like a, a city is so far away when it's actually pretty close, you know. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So I it gave me. I definitely tried to make it easy on myself, and mm-hmm. so I wouldn't have to go back and re kind of imagine everything, which is just I kind of had to do that when I was doing. Um, working out arc two and it was just like mm-hmm. 
frustrating. <laughs> so, so I, I'm trying to make it easier on myself for the next go around. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, now, this is a process question. It comes from Drew, who submitted. He's the co-host of Comics for Fun and Profit. Oh, okay. Um, did you write a full script um, before you started the art on this series? Yes. I, okay. I always, for me, like, it's like, if I don't plan, I will just mess everything up. Um, so I have to, uh -huh. you know, do it in, in these kind of... Um, uh, rigid kind of like parts like it has to like, it has to go a certain way or else I'm going to get lost you know mm -hmm. um, so yeah I definitely did that and I did that for arc two as well and and and, and probably for arc three if, if they green light that um, mm -hmm. and and four if they green light that too yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh okay all right um no are are um now um are you okay if I describe your art style as sort of a little bit of a manga and anime style? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> cartoony, you know. Well, I wouldn't say not cartoony, but it it has a nice it has that nice manga animated style because yeah. I love some of those facial expressions on the characters. I really do in the yeah. first line, and I'm and and I had to write I had to write into my notes because I had to um, look up you know I had to make sure I got the character right. But in like on page twenty four, and I'm hoping I got the characters correct. Bryce's look, I think um, it's the next morning or something. It's after they, um, I think Elsie Elsie defeated a Wendigo. And I think they're supposed to go after another Wendigo, and Eric um, is like telling them, and then Bryce's faces—you just see her eyes are all wide, and you have her—you have it where it's like you could like see the sweat dripping down. Her face. Yeah, I loved it. Thank that you. That was great. It was like oh, you could just—I <laughs> could feel the terror. You're like oh, yay. yeah. Yeah, she's definitely not into that. <laughs> <laughs> And then also too, um, the other thing I, I loved, I think it was on page twenty four as well. Like you have a, uh, hope I'm getting the terms correctly. Like a long shot of the group, and you see the dragons, all their dragons in the background, and you see mm -hmm. one of the dragons is sort of like playing with the other dragon or nuzzling up against the dragon. That that was pretty cool. You yeah, know? <laughs> that was pretty. I think cool. I think you're talking about my pitch pages. I think oh, I think okay. that um, those were. I um, actually some of the pages I sent in for the pitch, and then I had to rework them um, for for the finals. But um, yeah, those are I think that's one of the pages that that got that got it picked up, which is cool. Oh, okay. Because it was kind of nice where it was just the dragons are not just standing there, and you know, like one's looking off to the mm -hmm. side. It's just no, they're they're interacting with each other, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's what I loved about it. <laughs> um, now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you color you you you're coloring the whole series. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yes, I have to. Okay, but um, but but I love the colors. I love it. You know, yeah. the you know during the daytime, the colors are so bright and vibrant. You mm -hmm. know, I love it. Um, you know, it it's just yeah, it's just great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right. 
I'm going to start wrapping things up. So okay. now what is the most fun or exciting thing you love working in comics? Um, I think, oh man, I think I just like working with like new people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, most people are really cool to work with. Um, there's obviously the outlier, like the, the, the people who stand out as like not really fun to work with, but I really love, you know, working with new people and working mm-hmm. with people who like have worked on some crazy things themselves, like really cool things. Um, mm-hmm. um, like I uh, mentioned trading before who I worked on, like the Freddie Merc, uh, who I'm working on the Freddie Mercury one with and then all time low. And so he was really cool to work with and he has some really awesome things under his belt um, as a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, uh, getting to color art, other artists' works uh, sometimes is, is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, like some of them are really good, and I'm just af- afraid to um, tarnish their beautiful lines um, when I when I do the co- uh, some colors color mm-hmm. work for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think working with new people is exciting. I think working with new publishers is exciting, mm-hmm. um, and, and getting to do different sorts of projects it's just mm-hmm. i just i just love comics <laughs> oh yeah no yes yeah. yeah no but that's great all right um favorite convention moment whether as a fan or as a creator um i think oh man probably as a creator fan i don't know yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. um well if you hear a sound, that's my dog here. She's asleep. Um, oh, that's fine. You should have just told us that's my pet dragon. Shh. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a pet dragon, too, in your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. Um, oh, yeah. So creator moment or, or convention moment, right? Yeah. Um, I think I really like doing the... Um, sketch duels at the conventions i really like doing those and i i also like appreciate really appreciate when people come up with with my books for me to sign and i'm i'm just always so flattered that you know they took the time to come down to mm-hmm. you know the con to to and brought logs their book because i'm sure they have other things to bring i've i've mm-hmm. brought my fair share of books to cons mm-hmm. they get heavy over time like really quickly and I, I really appreciate when people do that. And, you know, like I definitely am so happy that they enjoyed the books that much mm-hmm. that they would do that, you know, it's yeah. just so amazing. And, um, in, in doing a sketch tool for people and, um, you know, getting to talk with other creators about the process and, and talk to, um, really genuinely curious people in the audience is also mm-hmm. really special too. So mm-hmm. I, I do love that those parts of, of the con experience for me. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to ask, what is your next con or signing appearance, whether it's in late September or October of this year? Right. So on the 16th, the 18th, I will be doing Edmonton, the Edmonton Comic Expo. I think that's what it's called. And, um, that's my last one for a while. I wanted to, um, attend as like a visitor like new york comic-con but i think it's a little too late for that so Mm -hmm. um 
yeah, I was, I was invited by like, um, uh, new friends and, and old friends to come down to, to, to New York Comic Con and say hi. And I was like, guys, I, I think it's, I can't do it. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. And it's far, it's far from Canada. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, have you and your family been to Hawaii? Uh, my mom, maybe my dad has, but my mom has because my aunt used to live in Hawaii. Oh, okay. Um, um, I think my dad might have gone with her. I've maybe I've been, but like as a fetus or something. <laughs> um, I've I've not. I mean, I watched Gordon Ramsay Uncharted. He had an episode in Hawaii, so okay. <laughs> and Leo was bitch. So I mean, that's that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, any closing words to our listeners? Um, I think you know, pick up Rangers, just mm -hmm. go do it. I mean, you have no choice. You yes. listen this far, you know, you got to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, seriously, like definitely thank you for listening to me ra uh, ramble on and, um, and, and Jason, thank you for like, you know, listening to me ramble on as well. Like, thank you everyone for listening to me ramble. So yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, um, you know, Megan, Megan, just mahalo. Just thank you in Hawaii. Just, you know, actually thank you very much for, um, wanting coming to you know thank you for accepting my invitation thank you mm -hmm. very much for your time thank you very much yeah. um i want to wish you all the success for um rangers of the divide um two into the depth that's coming out in october um now you know for listeners um you know if you are a new comic book reader or a lifelong comic book reader please check out the first trade ranger the divide volume one first ascent it's out in stores right now or you can pick it up on comiXology um and again the first issue for rangers of the divide 2 into the depth comes out on october 26th and the second issue comes out on november 30th um i want to thank drew the co-host of comics for fun and profit for putting this episode together um drew thank you very much for all your hard work behind the scenes thank you very much and if you are a new listener Please check out new episodes of Comics for Fun and Profit that comes out every Saturday. And I want to thank you, the listeners. Thank you very much for your time to um, for listening to this episode, listening to our dragons in our background. <laughs> 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 Until next time, guys. Aloha. Jason's always asking who his next interview should be. As you guys know, he does a fantastic job of reaching out to these creators their publicists, their pub publishers, various people coordinating these interviews and sharing them with us. And we appreciate it very much. But he's always trying to, to do more. He's always asking for the right mix to reach out for. So I'm opening it up to you guys. Just share. Share on our social media platforms. Send us an email. Let us know who you want us to interview, what your dream interview people are or up-and-comers you'd like to hear from. Jason only has so many hours in the day, and he has quite a schedule, but he'd, he'd love to hear your thoughts and any other feedback you have on the interview episodes. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate it.